blossom underneath the cloudless sky And I'm drinking at the fountain that never shall run dry Oh yes, I'm feasting on the manna from a bountiful supply Oh, I am dwelling now for Sounds from Beulah Land, sponsored by Beulah Land Baptist Church, under the direction of Dr. Leroy Howe, Senior Pastor. The church is located quarter mile west of 59 on Highway 96 in Queen City, Texas. Here is Dr. Howe. Good morning, radio friends. We're glad you're tuned in today. We pray this program today will excite you, bless you, encourage you. Let me break into the program right here and say to you that this is going to be a repeat program. We, as you'll hear in the moments, that this is a message that was preached at another date. So you just re erase the dates and things that was talked about as far as dates are concerned, and just listen to the program today. We believe that it is a program that will bless your heart. So remember, this is a repeat. Just uh, pay no attention to dates that were mentioned and programs that were scheduled. Just to listen to the message of the songs and also the sermon today. And as we were saying, we do believe it would be a blessing to you. So you pray as the program continues in progress right now. Your service begins. Then on Wednesday evening at 6.30 we have services and we truly can say to you that we are having some good services and God is in our midst and we just would like to have you to come be with us. If you can't come all the services, come whenever you can to any or all of them. We we'll certainly would be glad to have you. You'd bless us by being there, and we pray that we would be a blessing to you for having come our way. Well, today we're coming up to a memorial weekend. That's when we commemorate those who have given their lives, put their lives in harm's way, that we might have this privilege and opportunity to preach to you by way of radio and preach the dictates of our hearts right up out of the Bible and the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And so we'll be thinking about that today for some uh, time. And But let's hear a song or two before we do. I pray that these each of these songs will be a blessing to you and help you to just uh, stop whatever it is you're doing if you can and just sit right down and just let's have church together, all right? Sick for 
sad goodbyes will there be spoken and time won't matter anymore Beulah land I'm longing for you and someday on thee I'll song blessed your heart you know there's two ways to think of Beulah land and there is two interpretations or two thoughts of it that Beulah land is a place in which we in a relationship we can have with the Lord here and certainly that our flesh and problems will all, all be answered but we'll have the victory in the fullness of the joy of the Spirit of God in our hearts and lives and be able to face all situations with the joy from deep in our hearts. And that's presently. And then there is the thoughts and the, uh, that it is a type of heaven uh, when we lay these old bodies down and we'll be changed, those of us who are Christians, will be changed and have a new body and there'll be no more sickness, no pain, no heartache. 
Well, either way you uh, think about it, it would be a blessing. And I'm certainly glad that by grace, through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I have obtained the assurance of Beulah Land. So another song we're going to hear sung that sort of pictures Beulah Land as presently, which I seem to think that we could apply it to the present life. If we really sold out to Jesus and He's utmost and He's that which we get up every morning to live for and to please rather than ourselves, and we let Him guide us and dictate to us the ways in which we to go, whether it be secular work or whatever it is that God will direct us and we turn it all over to Him and we accept whatever comes our way as God's will for our lives that day and it, it, that if it's something that is not pleasing, uh, was it not pleasing because God was trying to di- show us that the path we were in and the way we were traveling was not the way he was pleased with and he wanted to stop us and change us and get us in another direction. I believe the Bible when he says that all things work together to good them them that love the Lord. Not everything works together presently, singular, but you put them all together down the road when they all compiled together we look back and say yes. God didn't know what he's talking about when he said all things will work together for those good to those who love the Lord. So let's listen to this song, and I do pray that it will bless you also. I am dwelling on the mountain where the Far exceeds my fondest dreams Where the air is pure thorough Laden with the breath of flowers They are
of a combination interpretation there isn't it well one thing about it if we'll just get our hearts right with the Lord here and we'll serve him here on a regular basis and let him become the main focus of our life and we'll set our schedule around him uh, we'll begin to experience that uh, relationship that married or being a part of the Lord Jesus Christ as the church save folks we are the bride of Christ. The Bible tells us that. And to be married to Jesus, you know, brings about a lot of joy. Of course, what a lot of folks do not understand, that this flesh is not going to enter heaven. This flesh of ours can never be perfect. If it could, then Jesus would not have had to die on the cross. But because this body could never have been made, uh, made perfect by works that you and I could do, Jesus had to die for us. This body will go to the grave, my friend, and this body be changed, those of us who are saved and you. Uh, if you're saved, when they put the old body in the ground, it will never 
show up like it was when it went in the ground or however high it was when you drew the last breath. But that body be changed and God will prepare a body that will please Him. That will be a perfect body that will have no sin, it'll have no sickness, and it'll have no uh, scars of this old life in it. And it will be united then with the Spirit of God that went to be with Him at the last moment of our life. When we drew our last breath, the Spirit of the saved person people they go to be with the Lord and the body then is changed and then at the uh, rapture when the Lord returns he brings back with him this our spirit that's been with him since our death here on earth and he reunites it with a new body and not the old body not this old sinful flesh that's crippled and all that our body's aged but a new body, the Bible says, a lot of folks try to figure out how we're going to look and what we're going to look like. Why don't we quit trying to figure it out? Because God said it does not yet appear what we shall be like. Because we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And no man has seen Jesus as he is now presently. Certainly they beheld him when he was in the flesh. But as his reign now in heaven, no man has seen him. So just be content just to live for Him. And I promise and I believe everything according to the Word of God will be all right. And you'll never be sorry that you live your life for Him. Well, we listen to another song.
song you know we live this life and as I often say and I play that song a lot because you know when you get my age and age of some of you listening to me today and your body's beginning to get frail and you know that you got a lot more years behind you than you have in the future ever how uh, the Lord sees to uh, bring you to an end under normal circumstances so we begin to think about that home on, that we're going to, and as I've often said, all of us are going home, but everyone is not going to the beautiful home that we often refer to and which is known as heaven. There's also another dwelling that, the, according to Scripture, that there are more folks going to the other place than that there is to going to heaven. The Bible plainly tells us that the there's a m many folks uh, on the Broadway that leads to destruction, but there's only a few folks that are in the narrow way that leadeth to life everlasting. So I'd let just challenge you, those of you in Radio Land today, ask yourself the question, if Jesus should come now or if you should happen to fall over with a heart attack and face God, which way would it be? Would you go to be with him in heaven or would you depart from him and spend eternity in hell? The choice is yours and that's the purpose of my program is to help you make that choice. I do not belittle look down on anyone because we were all born in sin and only one way we can get out of it and that's through trusting the Lord Jesus Christ. So none of us that are saved or anything on our own, it's all because of Jesus. And Jesus has done nothing for us that he wouldn't do for you if you'd listen to the Spirit as he speaks to you and would turn to him and cry out to him and ask him, the Lord Jesus, to save you and to come into your heart. He would do that. He said he would. Well, before I preach today, I want to hear another song that I pray also will bless your heart. Take my precious Bible 
eternal life that he gave. song will be a blessing to you. You know, Jesus, once we're born of the Spirit of God, Jesus takes up His abode in our heart and life. The Bible says that there's nothing can separate us from the love of God. So they can do all matter of things to this outward body and deprive us of a lot of privileges. And they're doing that in our day in which you and I live. You and I who have Christ in our hearts, they can never take Him away. Praise God. Well, today I'd like to bring you a message and talk about, as I mentioned in the beginning, about memorial and about memorying. To remember means to remember a special time, a special place, a special person, or a special event. Memorial Day is to commemorate those who have given their lives for our country. My, how I thank God for the men and women that have gone and given and paid the utmost price for our freedom today to live in a country where we have the freedom to preach the gospel by way of radio from the pulpit on the street corners Wherever we desire to preach still today, we have that freedom. But in some areas, it's fast being taken away from us. But if, as the song says, they can take it all away, put all of us Christians in prison, and stop us from being heard, but they can't take our relationship from Jesus away. I'm grateful. The Bible says to, in the book of Joshua, Chapter 1, verse 13. Remember the words of the Lord. It doesn't really matter what I say or what you say, what I think. If it doesn't coincide with the Word of God. God is the Word of God that you and I shall be judged by on Judgment Day. Not to see whether we're saved or lost, but to uh, determine the penalty. Uh, you know, these, uh, the degree of penalty of uh, the joy and the rewards of those lives live for him or the penalty of eternal destruction and the punishment of the degree of hell. And so we need to remember that. The Bible says, and I'd like to take about three little episodes here of our life. First of all, all of us was or either is young. Some of you, I pray that some of you young folks are listening to me. But uh, all of us were young one time. Some, for us, some of us, it was longer than others. But whatever it was, the Bible has said to us to remember now thy Creator 
book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 1 says this. Remember the, thy Creator in the days of thy youth. Why? Because we've not been exposed and we've not been out into a wicked, ungodly, hellish world. The tempter has not stuck its old, ugly head into our lives so much while we're young. Hasn't had that opportunity yet. We haven't gone out in the ways of the world and been faced with the wickedness and ungodness of this world. So we need to turn our lives to God while we're young and tender and not go out and be exposed to this worldliness and wickedness because the worldly and wickedness has such bright lights that it just seems by the finite mind of man that that's the best way which to go. But when we really, after we've given, gone down that road and looked back, we realize that was the wrong road to take. So first of all, in, in remembering in this message, remember as a young person, don't go out and try to see how many of the bright lights you can see and how many wild oats you can sow because keep this in mind, every seed you sow is going to come up and you're going to reap it somewhere or the other down the road. So everyone else has and you will no exception to the rule. So remember God while you're young. For you're tempted, for you get uh, hung up on dope, and drugs, and alcohol, and pornography, and adultery, and lasciviousness. Get on God before you get on all these things. And ask God to give you grace to not get caught up in these matters. And then the Bible tells us that we need to remember those of us who are now Christians to remember that uh, uh, what we were before we become what we are now. And we only become what we are now through the Lord Jesus Christ. The book of Psalms says, chapter 51, verse 5, Behold, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. You see, you didn't come here innocent, neither did I. Now, we were innocent to our family, and we're innocent as far as accountability. But we were born and conceived in sin. And the book of Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 11 says, Wherefore remember, remember in times past, you were Gentiles in the flesh who are called the uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hand. You see, there was a time that the gospel was not extended to us Gentiles. It was only extended to the Israelites and so they rebelled against God, turned their back upon God, didn't appreciate God. And God, for a moment, uh, closed his blessings to the, to the Jews and turned to the Gentile and grafted us in to the main branch. You and I as Gentiles were wicked, and as I said, our race sometime back yonder, they really didn't hardly classify us as people. We were just sort of varmints or something, you know, that... You know, that God made a mistake when he created us or allowed us to, you know, to possess or rule, uh, to roam across his land. But God's mercy turned to us, thank God. And we need to realize that there was a time that we was wicked and ungodly and the, the righteous, the circumcisions, uh, ones did not think of us as a people. But thank God, God's mercy and grace come to us, and we can be saved. 
Verse 12, At that time you were without Christ, being aliens, having no hope, and without God in this world. But thank God, God turned to us. Verse 13 says, But now in Christ Jesus, ye who were sometimes far off, are made nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. Not by works, not by our goodness, but we're made Christians through and by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So now don't put on that holding and thou attitude and that great long nose and look down on everybody that maybe hasn't come to know the grace of God as you and I, some of us, have. You see, if someone had not a cared, if someone had not a loved the church, loved God and loved souls, you and I would have never gotten in. If Jesus had not a loved us himself and died for us, even though others loved us, there'd have been no way we could have gotten into the family of God. And because God loved us and and God sent his son and others loved us, they visited us, prayed for us, and preached the word of God, and we heard the word of God. Therefore, we received Christ, so we're no longer bound in these old wicked and ungodly uh, sins that the world is so full of today. And so we need to remember that. We need to remember that in the fact that you and I who are saved need to be out there uh, striving and doing what we can to reach out, as the expression politics would be, reach across the aisle, reach across the track to those who are, uh, you know, not saved and living in dope and, and, and poverty and, and adultery and fornication and the, the dopes, you know. We need to reach out to them to try to tell them about Jesus because Jesus can change their life in a moment in the twinkle of an eye when they will turn their life over to him. And the book of Luke chapter 15 verse 17 says, And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. That's the story of the prodigal son, isn't it? He was realized that he turned from God. He left his father's house on his own choice. No one drove him away. No one asked him to leave. His father's broken heart when he left. But he went away on his own, and he wasted and sin caught up with him, and he was down a Jew boy, down feeding hogs with all the stench and all the mire and all the filth of the hog pen. There, a Jew boy. That was the worst thing in the world could happen to a Jew boy. would get all bogged down with hogs and pigs. But that was his life. He'd come to that place because he had turned his back upon God. But there in that hog pen, thank God he had a memory. And remembered back at the father's house. It wasn't like that back at the father's house. It was a whole lot better. He thought he had it rough back there then. There was chores to do. There were things he had to do. He couldn't sleep away all day and twiddle his thumbs and run and play. But there was chores to do. But he had a good bed to lay down in when he come night. He had a good table to sit down and a good meal to eat at the father's house had good clothes to put up on his back and he could wash the clothes and put on fresh clothes as often as necessary. Down that hog pen, it wasn't like that. He remembered. He remembered his father. And so he turned and he come back. You know the story, many of you do, when he come back. The father's out waiting for him. He looked at him and saw him a long ways off before he got there. 
with loving and outstretched arms, he ran down the road to meet his, this boy, and he welcomed him in his arms. Oh, today, sometimes we see religious folks with a hole in their attitude. They got their noses turned up to those uh, not, uh, that are bound in sin and hooked up on dope and drugs, and they throw their life away in sin. Oh, we need to have compassion for those people. That's been my heart cry. I've started rescue missions. My heart's been out and goes out, still does, to those that don't know the Savior's. I know Him because I know that only by the grace of God I am what I am today. I know had it not have been for God's grace, I'd already been in hell. Or I'd have been locked up in some institution somewhere and I'd never seen the light of day. But all because of God's grace, I'm here behind this microphone today preaching to you the gospel, warning you and telling you, as the Bible said, for you to turn and go back to the Father. He's waiting without stretched storms for you. He didn't want you to leave in the first place. So I'll rise and I'll go back. Then he says, as we, uh, you're thinking about it, like as we get older, sometimes we get slack and put other things first. A lot of times we Christians, we think, well, we've been a Christian a long time and We've gone to Sunday school, we've gone to church, we've sung songs, some of us have preached, and, and we've just filled all the offices that seemed like we could. And so we just sort of, well, think now, we're just going to relax and let somebody else do it. Don't do that. Now, there's things I can't, neither can you do, that you used to do. But there's still something that you can do. And whatever it is you can do, do it with all your heart. You see, I can't get out and walk about and visit and do the things I used to do, but I can still sit behind this microphone here on this radio program. I can still get in the pulpit over there in our little church, and I can still open up the old book. I can still read and preach the Word of God and beg and challenge folks to come to know my Savior, and I see them do that. And it's still exciting to me today as it was. 50 years ago when I saw him come down the aisle by the numbers. Oh, what it thrilled. And still thrills me today when I see some and come to know the Lord as their Savior. So he says, remember from what's thou art. Uh, and Revelation now talks about us Christians again, that, that we get slack and we sort of forget and we sort of back off and we say, well, we've been at it long enough now. Let's let somebody else do it. Don't ever get in that predicament. Don't ever get in that shape. Don't get ever in, in that state of mind. Book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 5 said, Remember from which thou art fallen, and repent, and do thy first work, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. Oh, listen, many to us Christians, we need to repent on a regular basis. As I have traveled through the land, and I hear a lot on Sky Angel Television today, hear a lot of preaching, but you know I don't hear too much, very little, very seldom I hear any preacher mention the word repentance. You know, repentance means to become sorry for our way of life that we're in. And, and the thing we've done, the coldness and different, it doesn't mean we have to kill somebody, have to commit adultery before we have to repent. Just repent about our prayer life, about our failing to read the Word of God, 
I've just repented of the fact that our heart hadn't been open to reach out to somebody else. We've not been as concerned, for, even for our own children, uh, about the re we, we're concerned about them uh, getting all the education in the secular schools that they can get and get into all the sports arenas and all the sports affairs. We're very much concerned about those things. and These things are good within themselves, but don't forget the most important part, and that is to get them in uh, to the presence of God and the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let them hear the Word of God and heed the Word of God and practice the Word of God and walk because, beloved, the Word of God is what's going to be present on the day of judgment, that the books will be opened and our, our books of our life will be opened, but we'll be judged and compared our life, what we did or did not do, according to the Word of God, which it told us what to do and what not to do for rewards, not for salvation. Only one way to be saved, that's faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so keep that in mind. He says, except you repent, and do thy first works. He said, I, else I will come unto thee quickly and remove thy candlestick. For some, they say, I will remember, but it will be too late. That's the story of the rich man. You remember him? The rich man died on the other side. The Bible said, that Jesus said to him, remember, remember in your lifetime you had a good life, but the beggar had a bad life. I say to you, don't wait till it's too late to remember. You see, this man waited too late to remember. He remembered all the things that happened on this life while he lived here, but he was on the other side, and that was too late. Beloved, I do believe the Bible teaches that it can become too late one day. The Bible says that his spirit will not always strive with man, but his life will be a few days. I say to you today, God will not strive with man always. There is a come a time that God said it's time to come in. It's time for the reaping. It's time for the showdown. It's time to call and add up the scores. It's time to face judgment. So, beloved, don't wait. It's too late. The Bible teaches, according to that passage of Scripture on the other side, uh, that rich man had a good memory because God told him to remember. But I say to you, that memory that he had then was a good memory, all right, but it was too late. He learned to pray, but he learned to pray too late. He learned to be concerned about others, but it was too late. He learned to turn to God, but it was too late. The, all the things that he learned and remembered was all too late. Right now, while it's still time, lost sinner, bow your heart and say, Dear Jesus, come into my heart. I'm a sinner. I want to be saved. As the Spirit speaks, he will save you. You'll by faith ask him. Child of God, ask him to forgive you. Turn back, repent, ask him to forgive you sin, and he will. I promise you, that's what he said. Until this time next week, may the Lord bless you.